It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Bill Hemmer. This is Hemmer Time. With me today, David Bossy. Good afternoon, a senior advisor for the Trump campaign. And David, how are you? I'm great, Bill. Thanks for having me on again. Yep, you it's been bet. Four years since it, we did this last time. That's exactly right. I'm going to introduce my audience to that story and explain why you're here today. But I also want people to know that we are recording this on Thursday afternoon. We're five, six days from the election. You are at a Trump rally in Tampa, Florida. Is that right? I am. I am. We just got here. The president just took the stage just a few minutes ago. We have, um, I think, about 15,000 people inside with more outside. And uh, it's it's hot here today. It's 90 degrees in the sun. Wow. David, thank you for your time. I want my audience to understand that four years ago tomorrow, you made a trip to the Fox News Channel to visit me and two of my colleagues who was in the room with us? Well, I'll tell you, you was brought... It, was it Bill... I think it was Bill Salmon. Yeah, Bill Salmon, Chris Steyerwalt, me, Chris and Steyerwalt, you And yeah. you brought Brad Parscale, and you brought Jason Miller. And we went on the second floor of our building here in Midtown Manhattan, and you sat us down and said, we were wrong. And I remember the moment, and I want you to explain why you thought we were so wrong then, and you were right. Well, first of all, it turns out that we were correct, right? This was a pre-election meeting. Uh, we believed uh, that the Fox methodology uh, of the polling uh, was not it was not capturing the intensity of the voter, was not capturing the 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 silent Trump voter, that Brexit voter that had just at that time just happened in England, you know, just several months before. Uh, we felt that we had seen that in our own internals and that that everyone, not just not just Fox, but everyone just missed it. And and we went in there to this meeting four years ago tomorrow. Uh, and and we, uh, you know, tried uh, to articulate our path to 270. OK, so uh, and- so, David, our conversation lasted 90 minutes and you said I, we need to go. We're meeting with all the networks today and you're just one of one stop of many. But what I remember specifically is you said that we believe we're ahead in North Carolina and we will win North Carolina and you've got it lean Democrat. Now, I understand, you know, the whole right. the enthusiasm out there. And I grant you, you were you turned out to be right. So in the year 2020, what do you see now? Well, I see Donald Trump getting reelected and, and I, I in everything that I see uh, President Trump is going to win on Tuesday, uh, and he's going to be reelected president of the United States. Wow. First. You, uh, why, uh, now, David, stop. Why do you think that, or is this just spin? Yeah, Bill, I, you know you know me well. Uh, I am a numbers guy. I analyze these things. I take it very seriously. Uh, it's what, one of the things I did uh, during the 2016 campaign. It's why I was there four years ago. And it's what I do now. And I'm looking at the numbers, uh, the internal numbers. The, uh, the, the, the They are very public numbers, but you have to un- know what to look for and look for the trends. We are in the state of Florida today. 
we are better off today in the ABEV, the absentee ballot, early vote count. We are better off today in the state of Florida statewide than we were four years ago this day. So we feel uh, that we will be we will win the state of Florida once again. Uh, this president is, is getting a larger percentage of the African-American vote in the state of Florida. He is getting a higher percentage of the Hispanic vote in the state of Florida through, from our uh, modeling. And we feel that Florida will be, uh, you know, in our, if you just look at this Tampa rally, uh, we have 15,000 people taking the day off to come to a rally in 90 degree heat. And it's hot here. So it, this has happened over and over again. That goes to our intensity. We have our hardest core supporters still have not voted yet. They will vote on Election Day uh, and we will have a huge turnout on Election Day. We will go into Election Day with a smaller deficit. In 2016, we went into Election Day in Florida with a deficit after the early vote period ended. And we won it on Election Day. This year, we will go into it with a much smaller deficit and we will win it on okay. Election Day. So well, what was the very good about that in North Carolina? The same type of metrics are happening. We are seeing that we are much better today than we were four years ago on the same period, on the same ABEV numbers. These are public numbers. These are numbers. We don't know who people vote for, obviously, but we see Republican and Democrat ballots coming back in. And that's how we did it in 2016. And that's how we do it today. Okay. I mentioned we talked for 90 minutes that day you came here to our headquarters. And we did not get west of the Mississippi River. There was that much back and forth, and there was that much debate. I'm not going to take 90 minutes, but here's what I cannot understand from your perspective. If you win Florida, and you hold Georgia, and you hold North Carolina, Ohio, Iowa, and Texas, you're still not there. So among Arizona or Nevada in the American West, or Pennsylvania Michigan, Wisconsin, or Minnesota, where else do you win that gets you past 270? Well, we're going to win, uh, Bill, in Arizona. Uh, that, that's, just going to, that's just going to happen, and I feel very confident in that. Um, you know, I think we are, we are well in the mix and win um, several of, of, these, of those states that you talk about, whether it's uh, Nevada, and I think we do win in Nevada, um, Wisconsin. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Michigan, you're, you're saying now that you win Arizona and Nevada. And Nevada. Same voters, Bill. See, this is what folks missed in 2016. When, when we were campaigning across the East and into the Midwest, uh, from Pennsylvania, uh, Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa, they are very similar voters. We didn't understand that ourselves until very late in the process. Uh, and therefore, that is one of the reasons that we, that we swept across all of those except for Minnesota, which we only lost, I believe, by about 27,000 votes. It was very close. So those voters have not changed very much. We're, uh, you know, w- winning and losing, you know, is, is going to be very close in each of those. Uh, but I think we prevail in most of them. Hmm. How would you explain then, and I'm, I'm taking your argument here, how would you explain why the shy Trump voter does not show up in the polling? 
And the polling this year, as you know, is more extensive even than in 2016. Yeah, pollers, pollsters get the results they want a lot of times, meaning they create, you know, there was a there was a garbage poll put out by ABC News yesterday. I think it was an ABC News, Washington Post uh, compost uh, poll uh, that, uh, that that came out uh, that showed us um, down 17 in Wisconsin. Okay, not only are we not down 17, we're going to win Wisconsin. And so we look at Marquette, the Marquette poll, Marquette University poll, uh, which is kind of the gold standard poll in the state uh, of Wisconsin, uh, had us down yesterday, uh, four years ago yesterday, their poll came out, and it had us down six, and we won the state. Yesterday that poll came out, and we were down five. Uh, not 17 as the ABC News poll came out. Uh, and, and so the differences in methodology, uh, you know, ABC News's poll had bad numbers from the beginning. They oversampled Democrats and they way oversampled independents. Uh, and, and they created a pool uh, that said the total uh, volume of, of uh, vote in the state of Minnesota I'm sorry, in Wisconsin, is going to be over one million more than what it's actually tracking to be. So these numbers are just just wrong. Okay, all right. And, and they uh, should be embarrassed to put these numbers out because we, I, I'll be honest with you, I make an argument that this is voter intimidation. This is, this is, an, 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 it, this is interfering in the election. When you put out a poll that says Trump's down 17 in a state, it's just it's irresponsible because it's not accurate, and it, it affects how people, um, you know, go to the polls from now okay. on for the rest of the time. While you were talking, I'm doing the math, and the scenario that I lined up for you, you essentially hold what some call the significant six states. And I believe that leaves you at 248. And then you just argued you win Arizona, Nevada, and Wisconsin in this conversation. So now I got you at 275. Um what happens in Pennsylvania as of today? We win. That simple? <laughs> well, it's either it's but, a binary thing. Yeah, but you're You have no indication as to who's voting in Pennsylvania because they're doing it a different way. Absentee mail-in voting. So, so, I, so the machine... So, Bill, you're exactly right. The, the, in Pennsylvania, they vote late. Uh, which gives us an added advantage because we could see uh, that as we close this thing down, um, there's no enthusiasm uh, at all uh, for Joe Biden. Uh, and there is incredible intensity for President Trump. Uh, and we have these enormous rallies. We have we just did three rallies where we had maybe 40 to 50,000 people at three different rallies in Pennsylvania a couple of days ago. We're going to be there all day Saturday with three events. We'll have 50,000 people again. We close out with a rally in Scranton on Monday, I believe. And it is going to be uh, exciting, you know, to see. And so we're, we're, this, this president is leaving it all on the field, just like he did in 2016. The ferocity of his campaign is beyond anything anyone's ever seen. And you look at this rally today. Joe Biden's in Tampa or Sarasota, right near us, and he's going to have. He's coming your way a bit later. Hey, well, hey, we're, you know, I'm going to send him a thank you note because spending time in Florida is, to me, a mistake by his team. Okay, uh, so 
we're we're you know we can revisit this conversation post election and see where where I was right and wrong. Um, and I got to tell you, I think that uh, Biden's going to have a hundred people or or some version of that fifty, hundred, hundred and fifty people, and we have fifteen thousand. Uh, it is a it's a different campaign. Okay, uh, Joe Biden. Joe Biden's campaign has more money. Uh, they have, uh, you know, an unlimited amount of resources. And it doesn't matter because our candidate, the president of the United States, has a record of achievement and the issues on his side. He has high, higher taxes versus lower taxes, border security versus open borders. He has anarchy in the streets and, 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 and Antifa versus law and order. The, these are the closing arguments. And, and people want safety and security at home. And that's what they get with President Trump. So from what I recall in 2016, you said you were up in North Carolina. Um, I think during that conversation, you argued that you could win in Florida. Uh, I think Pennsylvania at that point was a toss up. Um, I believe you made the argument that Ohio was leaning your way. And then you said something's happening in Michigan and we can't figure it out, but we're going to make a stop there. You ended up winning Michigan by 10,000 votes. votes. And we're going to win Ohio this time by a dramatic fashion. Uh, Even we won it big. I don't remember what the exact raw vote total of of our victory was in in Ohio, Uh, but we will, I think... um, you know, do that or better. It was time. nine. It was about nine points in 2016. Yeah, and just was. for the record, you won Wisconsin by 22,000 votes, just by a whisker. It was right. 44,000 in Pennsylvania. Tell me about the difference between you having a ground right. game during COVID and the Biden team opting for a different approach. Right. And, and so let's just talk about just what the numbers you just did, because it's so important. We won um, those three states by, I believe, a combined, you know, call it 60,000 votes. Closer to you know, 70 or 77,000 is the way I 77,000. So, so 77,000 votes was the difference in those three states combined. That's dramatic. Okay. Um, and so that's how close it was. And we're going to win again. Some of these states are going to be very close. Uh, I expect very close. Uh, but I think we're going to, it's going to be very close and we'll be on top because mm. that's what the game is. Um, you know, so so that's where we are. I'm sorry, I lost your question. It's okay. I was asking you about the ground game. Yeah, oh, uh, that you guys you guys have stuck to during a pandemic, and uh, Joe Biden has opted for a different strategy. What is the difference maker when it comes to that on Tuesday? Yeah, well, the the Trump campaign and the RNC combined over the last several years. Um, have kept our ground troops, kept the staff that organized the ground troops in place. Uh, we had incredible amount of door knocks. We had incredible, by volunteers, we had incredible amount of, of, of volunteer phone calls. Uh, just in, um, uh, just in um, Georgia, we not, volunteers knocked on 2 million doors this year. That is, that is the difference maker because interpersonal interaction with people uh, is something that is, is lost. Uh, and it is one of the strengths of President Trump. He is an authentic candidate. It's one of the reasons that he won in 2016 originally. And it's what people want when people, our volunteers are knocking on doors. 
making those phone calls, those voter contacts, the direct contacts, it means a lot to them because they want to hear directly from us and they don't want to be taken for granted. And we do not. This president does not. So so our uh, our ground game, which in 2016 was magnificent, it was it was it was strong and it was deep. We did it in state after state after state with hundreds and thousands of volunteers knocking on doors, chasing absentee ballots, getting people to the polls uh, and identifying our voters and then turning them out to the polls. This ground game in 2020 dwarfs or uh, it, yeah, dwarfs the 2016 effort. It is robust. It is incredibly strong. Our investment financially in it, it you know, when President Trump wins, that will be the, the, the payoff for that incredible investment. Well, you're listening to David Bossy, senior advisor for the Trump campaign, and this is Hammer Time. We will continue in a moment. Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you, it's the nation's largest home services marketplace connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project big or small as a homeowner myself i always have things i want to work on for my house whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool with over 200,000 pros in their network angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. Back with David Bossy, who comes to us from a Trump rally in Hillsborough County, which is Tampa, Florida. And David, just a few more questions, and then uh, I'll wrap this up. I, I have not heard a single moment of hesitation in your voice during our 15-minute conversation here. And I know the Biden team would argue vociferously against what you're setting out here today. You have an economy that was up, and now it's down. It's coming back with a GDP number that came out on Thursday morning up 33%. Who knows what the next quarter holds? You had impeachment, and now you still have COVID. Are you saying you can overcome all three of those factors? Well, we have a, we have a Democrat Party and a media that is completely against this president as well. So we're overcoming a lot of things, Bill. And this president, you know, he's a fighter, uh, and he fights for the American people. Uh, and he's never going to stop it. If you look at this incredible schedule that this president has put together to make sure he takes his message of hope and opportunity and freedom and prosperity uh, to educate the American people about that vision of America versus the dark winter that Joe Biden talks about and that America was never a great nation. 
There's a big difference here. This is what Ronald Reagan called bold colors, not pale pastels. President Trump is going to win on Election Day, uh, and, and, and it's, a lot of people's heads are ex- going to explode. But in the, in the hindsight, when this thing's over and President Trump's won re-election, the Biden team is going to have to answer for their prevent defense. Because in sports, sometimes the only thing a prevent defense does is, a, is prevent you from winning. And so you play, you play beat the clock, sometimes time's run, time runs out on you. And that's what's happening uh, to, to Joe okay. Biden. Well, you are on, uh, shall we say, you have been recorded, and we will find out <laughs> maybe Wednesday, if not beyond, hey, if your predictions are right. Go. I wish we were, had been recorded four years ago, because that's a conversation I would have loved to have heard back. Well, David, thank you for your time today, and we will see you in time if you're right. Thank you. Thank you, sir. David Bossy, senior advisor with the Trump team. The election is Tuesday. I'm Bill Hemmer. This is Hemmer Time. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts.